Good evening, everybody. Welcome to James Griffin Stadium in St. Paul at Central High School. You're listening to 651sports.com. And our first broadcast of the season, Boys Soccer, Soccer in the City. I am Mike Resendez, and with me, as always, is Eric Erickson. Good evening, Eric. Hey, Mike. Hey, everybody. It's good to be here at the Griff for a big matchup between Washington and Central in the St. Paul City Conference. Two great teams, two perennial powers and forces in the city. That's right. Tonight you will hear Central taking on Washington. Uh, both teams, Eric, are having uh, a great year. Uh, Washington got off to a little bit of a rough start on their first game, giving up four goals to Aconia, but they have bounced back. They haven't given up more than a goal since then. They learned a lot in that first game, and I think everybody in the state learned that Waconia is really good because uh, a little research shows they're 7-0, and and they uh, just knocked off a top-10 team, Orono, who's the uh, recent state champion and an incredible program. So Waconia is for real, and they gave exactly what uh, Coach Hamilton needed to have evidence about how to tighten up that defense against best competition. So you're right. They went from four goals given up in the first game to a really high-quality team to not giving up more than one. I think they've got three goals against since then, you said. And Correct. Three, yep. sh three shutouts as well along yep. the way. So we are looking forward to that. Now Central, on the other hand, they have uh, only given up three goals once. That was in the beginning of the season to Stillwater in the championship game of the um, – the tournament they do in Stillwater at the beginning of every season, and they have gotten off to a good start as well. Uh, they haven't given up uh, more than a goal. Uh, most of their games have ended up uh, with the opponent not scoring any at all. Um, and they are 4-0-1 uh, right now. Um, we've also got uh, the Class 2A and Class 1A standings that we'll go over uh, in a little bit, but Central is also having a great start to their season. Yeah, 5-0-1 uh, even since um, their win the other day over Johnson, which was a crushing 7-0 victory. So they are um, at the top of the uh, Class AA elite in the state, and uh, that, that's a good story we'll unravel as we get on with our broadcast. That's right, we will do that. Um, some of the uh, some other news, uh, Washington's last game last Saturday – Eric, uh, they defeated Hill Murray, and that was a 2-1 to one win uh, this past Saturday. And this man right here being introduced over the PA system, Pujan Tapa, was the key to that. He was uh, really acrobatic and came up with some big-time saves in the net to uh, thwart off the Hill Murray pressure. So, yeah, excellent victory over Hill Murray. All right, and they're going over the starting lineups here uh, at the Griff. So, Eric, if you wouldn't mind giving us the starting lineups for both teams. Yeah, as they do it over the PA here, uh, we'll, we'll let the listeners uh, on 651 Sports know that for Washington, you've got Pujan Tapa in net. We've got uh, Diraj Baznet, a midfielder, junior, uh, starting for the Eagles as well. Number four, Keblu Mu, playing forward. Number 10, Kutu, senior captain. Number 11, Jesus Piego. He'll be holding down the midfield. And number 12, Chris O. Number 13, Eklumu. Number 14, Kuta, sweeper in the back, organizing the defense. 
17, Napoleon Ree. Uh, Coach Hamilton says he's the leading scorer at this juncture of the season. And Musu Zhang, who is a uh, junior defender. And Thane Jaw is a sophomore who is uh, adding a lot to the attack of the Eagles as well. Uh, so those are your starters for the Washington Eagles. For the Central Minutemen in net is Chris Aparicio. Number five, Will Hintz, is a veteran of this squad that we're all quite aware of. Um, number nine, Danny Barrett, senior forward. Number 10, Aiden Cavanaugh, midfielder. Number 11, Max Hand, midfielder. Uh, Cormac Clark, senior. Uh, number 16, Mankato Yarrow, is uh, a, a dangerous player for the Minutemen. Max Stalo is a steady force. Number 17, Jared Garcia and Riaz Kelly, quality players. And Garrett McDermott rounds out the starting 11 for Central. All right, they're playing the uh, national anthem, so we'll step away for that here just for a second. As that concludes, I do see the all-important third referee is making his way onto the field right now, Eric. A little late arrival for one of the refs. We'll uh, cut them some slack. These guys <laughs> provide a wonderful service. They oftentimes are doing two games a day. Uh, there was uh, probably a match that he just finished up and rushed over here to Lexington and uh, Marshall just in time. All right. Uh, both teams are huddling right now. Central on the field, Washington just off the field, and uh, the referees are just uh, going to hang out here till we get going. Uh, before we get started, I would like to let people know that this season we are uh, being supported by some great organizations and local businesses here in St. Paul. Uh, the first one is Like a Girl. Like a Girl supports girls of inner-city schools, in soccer, in the classroom, and in life through creativity, self-expression, and self-belief. For more information, visit areyoulikeagirl.com. WFNULP 94.1 FM. Join us in amplifying the voices of our community. We are Frogtown Community Radio. On the radio at 94.1 FM in St. Paul and streaming live at WFNU.org. The JK Movement Project. They are a nonprofit agency providing mentoring programs for middle and high school youth in the metro and surrounding areas. Visit their website at thejkm.org. Up Six Vintage, located at 189 Snelling Avenue North, selling mid-century furnishings and housewares, vintage clothing and accessories for men and women since 2001. Check out Up Six Vintage on Facebook for more information. And finally, Eric, a place you and I know very well, Colop Restaurant located at 601 Northdale Avenue, offering Asian fusion cuisine right in the heart of Frogtown. Eat-in, take-out, delivery, or catering. Colop can suit your appetite needs. For more information, visit coloprestaurant.com. 
or call 65 and Eklumu from the Washington Eagles. They're all out there starting in this match right now. And they kicked off our fall sports preview show with some insightful commentary about St. Paul City Soccer. They were looking forward to this game. We know that. They mentioned Central and their desire to beat Central. If they could do it tonight, it would be a rare feat in the city because I can't think of a team that came into Griffin Stadium here and beat the Minutemen two years in a row on their home field. Last year was a victory for Washington, 2-0, in a match that both coaches references, referenced when talking about this game. Um, last year's pretty fresh in everybody's mind. When Washington surprised the Minutemen. All right, and play gets underway. Washington took control as they were uh, running up the field. One of the uh, central defenders hit the ground. He's back up, though. Central's ball. William Hintz. Ready to get play back underway, and he punts it down the field, all the way down into the box. Gets headed out by Washington. That was Kuthaw. Central will play it out of the box, right on top. Jared Garcia with control of it. Back to Riaz Kelly. Kelly gets it down low. Washington will head it out. Back almost to midfield. Ball out. And that'll go to Central. And the throw-in gets headed quickly back out of bounds. Central ball again on the throw-in. Central on the front foot here early. It's been in the Washington half of the field the entire two minutes thus far. And there's a dangerous cross that Barrett can't get under the bar. Um, good opportunity. A pretty clean look. And I think if you're Washington, you got to wonder how could nine be that open to um, not have any challenge on that header. So it's probably some instructions from the Washington bench to tighten up those marks. Thapa tried to uh, get that out a little deeper, I think, but kind of topped the ball. Made it out to about the football 30-yard line. I think one of the keys for the match here from the Washington perspective is to limit the amount of set pieces that Central is given. Um, the foul even at midfield that occurred allowed William Hintz to put a ball right on the eight-yard line and have uh, multiple runners going at it. And so any fouls committed within your own half, let alone your own third, where they're especially needing to limit uh, fouls and, and, and set pieces against, um, those are going to be essential elements to preventing the Minutemen from scoring chances. All right, teams exchanging possession here at midfield. Washington's trying to take control of it. Pass goes a little too far, and Cormac Clark tries to turn it back. Garcia pretty aggressive on offense for Central early on. Big ball out of the back by Hintz to relieve some pressure. I uh, was wondering if they might try to build up, but good idea to just relieve that pressure and let Barrett give chase. 
and uh, ends up with a central throw-in at the top of the box about the 18. Number 14 coming to take it, that's Cormac Clark. Throw-in gets headed back out by, looks like Washington's number 13. Eklumu. One of our guests on the show. Very well-spoken young man, a lot of fun and a leader on the Washington team. Thrown again by Central. Gets headed out by Washington. So Central will try it again. This will be the third throwing in a row from that same spot, Eric. Right now it's 4v8. Central has four attackers in the box and Washington has eight back in the box defending. And that's a nice win there by number four, K. Blue Moo. He gets turned back around by Hintz. Hintz passes it down to Yarrow. Yarrow loses it. Washington takes control again. Ball got by Clark. Washington showing some aggression on offense. And that goes out. It's Napoleon Ree. Intercepted a Paricio's pass. The keeper trying to play out to his right back. Um, I don't know if he realized uh, how fast uh, Thane Jaw is. Because <laughs> that, that, that would be comfortable a lot of the time, but Thane Jaw was on a full-on sprint and uh, picked that off and was almost in on goal. Uh, that was a little dangerous. And a nice threat from, from the Eagles. And there's Jaw again winning one out of the air. So I think uh, one of the things we talked about with the guys from Washington uh, on the show a couple of Saturdays ago was uh, Washington's speed. You're right. And they might not beat you physically on the field, but they will make you run. Yeah, pace of play and energy, great trademark, and a uh, lot of quickness. Space gets covered very quickly. That is a nice opportunity for Washington here. They're going to have a free kick from about the uh, 45. Foul on a central midfielder. Just going up for a challenge on a 50-50 ball in the air. A little extra push is uh, called by the referee. And who's standing over the ball here, Mike? Uh, looks like number 18. Wu Sujong about to take the free kick. Nice chip. Oh, that's a beautiful ball. And it gets to the feet of Napoleon Ree. Had a tricky little volley there. Was well, a little difficult to to handle. But yeah. but if you're Coach David, you gotta be concerned about why that ball fell on the box. How how does that ball hit the ground? Um there's got to be a central defender that's winning that out of the air. And uh, I don't see Coach David worried too much right now. He's letting his boys get a feel for the game, and they're a smart bunch, and they're going to adjust, and they're probably quite aware that uh, that was a little too, uh, a little too threatening. 
Very central works it back through the defense. There's uh, a beautiful one-two between Kavanaugh and Stalo in the midfield. Very nice give and go. This team is about possession, and so far they don't have a lot of it. That was a nice little sequence, best I've seen thus far here at the eight-minute mark. Washington once again at midfield taking control. Jesus Peligo is trying to work it up. Barrett and Clark, nice combination on the wing. Another nice one, too, and Clark still has it left foot cross. Nice job of Clark getting around his defender on that play. The cross eventually uh, was picked off in the air by a Washington defender. Not completely cleared of the zone yet. But 17, Napoleon Reed plays back. They combine with his left back, number 12, Christo, to advance up the field to midfield for a throw-in. Washington's throw gets intercepted by Central. Fight for it at midfield and out again. On Central will be a throw-in. Throwing in is Christo. Central plays it back and forth with the uh, defense, and that's uh, Hintz with the ball right now, working it back up the field. He goes big, sends a 60-yard ball, <laughs> <laughs> and giving chase to it, number 16. Mankato Yarrow switched the field very quickly there. Um, end result, Pujan Tapa punts. And is received by number 10. Kutu does a nice job to corral it. He's got it again. And doesn't have any passes right now. Oh, he found number four streaking very nicely there. K. Blue Moo. Nice run by K. Blue Moo. And the ball goes out. It'll be. Is it Washington's throw in? You want me to look? We're in this, this tight little <laughs> angle here in the. Auxiliary press box. Right. 18 is going to take the throw here. Expect a big one from Musu Zhang. Expect a big throw. It's Diego flicks it on. Garcia gets it out of the box for Central. And there's a run for Central. Turn back around by Kuta. Kuta is a, a player that Coach Hamilton is. So grateful for he's uh, coach in the back there in the uh, sweeper position. He sees everything in front and directs traffic and calls out marks and really helps organize that back line for the Eagles. The Eagles attacking again. Napoleon Ree working on the left side. Two lat lat entered the game as a substitute. It appears as if he is a right forward in Washington's 4-4-2. The four in the back with the stopper-sweeper combo, four midfielders and two forwards working together up top. Piego tries the diagonal through to, to La La, but it has too much pace on it. It rolls over the byline, and it is a central goal kick. 
So Apara Riccio, senior keeper, set to take it. Paricio's kick up to Kavanaugh. Garcia fighting for it at midfield. The Eagles had it off of a central player. And Washington will take it back again. Kavanaugh back to Clark over to Hintz. Stalo tripped up asking for that call. Didn't get it. Results in Washington penetrating the left side. There's Diraj Baznet combining with number four, Moo. Moo back to Baznet and over to Ree. It was a nice little sequence. It's the first time that Washington's combined passes in the penalty box. Working the left side of the box there. Moo's Cross slash shot. I think he would have preferred a cross there. We've got some horn issues going on here at the Griff. Uh, the scoreboard seems to be a little malfunctioning. Yeah. Seems to be, it was about every five minutes. It's kind of worked its way up to about every two and a half to. I, I'm glad three I'm not minutes. in charge of it tonight. <laughs> well, we've got a number of people next door working on the issue. Central's best. Yep, we got we got assistant ads, we got uh, engineers, we've got the announcing crew, and everybody's going to try to figure that out. <laughs> In the meantime, play on. Oh, so now we're down to about every thirty seconds, Eric, for the horn. As every time it goes off, you get players turning around. Yeah. As long as they're not staring at us, wondering why we're, what we're doing. Well, they were. I, I hope they know we're, we're not doing clock. Just call them the game for 651sports.com. No, it's a weird situation. I've never. Uh, <laughs> they just made the announcement that they are not able to control the horn. control the horn. That's a new one. <laughs> <laughs> we have no horn control. It's a corner kick by Central. The cross goes over the box. The Eagles clear it out. And sandwich K. Blue Moo. Right, he stays down, try to get the call, but none, nothing called. He gets back up, back into play. And Kutu. Senior captain Kutu, very determined there. He was not going to lose possession on that one. He ends up drawing the foul. So 18, Mike, Musu Zhang with the free kick. We've seen two from this spot. Musu's taken both. As well as the throw on the right side. So he's starting this set piece. See what and he does. Uh, oh, I, I think that was a great decision. He played a ball to Diraj Baznet, who was showing checking back for the ball ahead of the back line where everybody thought Zhang's kick was going to go. And Kutu loses possession of the ball. Central's quickly trying to run back upfield. Max Hand over in the corner on the right side. Outstanding penetrating run by Max Hand. 
He had 1v1 with the Washington left back and uh, took advantage, just changed the speed, burst the speed, ended up getting to the byline. There it is. It, there it is, the score. That is number 17, Max Stalo with the left foot shot from the top of the box on the rebound. Stalo buries it. Technique was outstanding. So Stalo with the first goal of the game, making it 1-0 central. In the 16th minute. You know... The whole sequence started with Max Hand taking advantage of space and a 1v1 opportunity. It changed the location of the ball into a situation where they uh, were able to get numbers forward. After the uh, throw-in in the corner, they were able to get numbers forward and, and, and stay low as a midfielder supporting the attack, saw the rebound pop out. And one time to left foot volley. I, I'm so impressed by the technique of that shot, which is difficult to keep low when it's coming out on a rebound like that. But he got head and body over it. Follow through was perfect and uh, very tough shot for Pujan Tapa to, to even see, let alone stop. I've got people in the stands texting and asking what's wrong with the buzzer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, a shot by Central. Oh, ho, ho! Saved off the line. Number 13, Eklumu just saved a goal. And before that, there was a header, too, for the Eagles. I didn't see who that was, but he <sighs> saved a goal as well. So that was two quick shots by Central. That was a blast from Central that <laughs> was three yards wide of the keeper, but there was Eklumu with his head to keep it out of the back of the net. Max Hand working it down low. Cross again, and it's score. It's Enda. Number 12 for Central. Yasin Enda, who entered the game very recently. Didn't even notice him into get into the game. Yasin Enda. Uh, on the right side. Cross or shot, doesn't really matter. Put it in the mixer. And uh, very tight angle, but deflection in off the Washington defense and 2-0 central. 22 minutes left in the first half. So two goals within two minutes. You can see why... Uh Central's been having such a great season so far. They're uh, pretty quick on the offense, and, and they know how to find the net. We'll see if Washington can rebound here and tighten up their defense. Washington with possession right now, trying to make its way their way back up. All right, Will Hintz, that was a pretty nice Maradona there. That was a beautiful move in the midfield. And it Dang. ends up, he ends up finding Barrett. Uh, his shot goes over. Goes over the net, through the crossbar, and luckily it stayed inside the track fence. Looked like that may have been going over the hill. 
Well, Hintz is smiling, perhaps, about his move. It's a uh, gutsy move. It's uh, something that you don't usually see a, a, a defender pull off. Uh, but when you're at midfield and you've got a 2-0 lead and uh, you realize you're just 1v1, you can be more creative and take that chance. He did, and it led to a, a shot from Barrett. Very free kick by Washington. Stalo wins that header. Then cleared away by Musu Zhang. I shouldn't say away. Cleared up by Musu Zhang. That was a moon ball. And now we've got a foul on Washington at midfield. Will Central play short and keep possession here? Will, yes, they do. Finds Kavanaugh. It's a nice easy pass, 10 feet. Pass disrupted by the next pass. Mune Blute. Yeah. So if you're Washington, uh, they've got to not uh, make too much out of this. You just have to tighten up your defensive marks. You need to play the game. You know how to play with high energy. You need to not get discouraged. Sorry, there's still 60 minutes of playing time left in regulation in this game. You just don't want the next one against you to go down 3-0. Um, if they can get through this half and give themselves a couple of chances, uh, they're going to be okay. And uh, it's the St. Paul City, Mike, and so even if we get to 3-0, anybody would be foolish to count out their opponent. Sorry, we got some, uh, we, you and I saw a great uh, boys game the other night at Como Park. It was Como and Humboldt. That game had a little bit of everything and came down to a shootout to uh, decide the winner in that game. That was for the Mayor's Cup. And the girls played earlier that night and Como Park came out on top over Humboldt, 7-0. And uh, for the boys' game, Humboldt did end up winning 2-1 uh, to one in the shootout. Just so people are clear in case they're hearing shootout, I thought that was a postseason thing. I thought we had ties. It was a tie. Officially, it was a tie, 0-0, conference standings. One point for Humboldt on the tie, one point for Como on the tie. However, when playing a trophy game, like Central did against Stillwater in the season opener at the Phil Johnson Cup, and like Como and Humboldt played in the Mayor's Cup. Uh, if both parties agree to a shootout to decide who takes the trophy, referees uh, accommodate that and officiate the penalty kick shootout. It was a ton of fun. Uh, not as fun for Como as it was for Humboldt, but it was Correct. a great atmosphere the other night and the mayor was outstanding that's right he led the uh the shootout yell <laughs> i'm sure much to the chagrin of the neighbors that are right right behind the the new field at como <laughs> hey i got neighbors three four blocks away that said they could hear the roars from the crowd <laughs> there was uh quite the crowd there on tuesday night and that's the way it should be some good clean fun in the uh neighborhood school 
at a reasonable hour of the evening. It was just perfect on that gorgeous night we had Tuesday at Como. All right, meanwhile, Washington's got a throw in. And uh, Central was able to turn that back around. Fighting for it in the corner was Daniel Barrett and numbers on the uh, front of Washington's jerseys are really small. Yeah, they are. <laughs> it is tough to identify at times. We got Garrett McDermott with a throw at the top of the box. He's at about the 16, 18 yard line and not a huge throw, but he was looking at a target. Barrett was checking back to it. Not able to bring it down and it ends up bouncing and Tapa scoops it up. The keeper takes control of the situation. There's Piego tripped up in the midfield by number 17 of Central, Stalo. Central gains possession, and there's one, two, three passes connected. There's four. Hintz finds his left back, number 26, Riaz Kelly, for seven passes connected. There's eight. This is the type of possession we know Coach David likes to see and that Central can do so well. That's 10, Mike. This is a beautiful bit of possession. And then Hintz decides to switch the field and finds Mankato on the right side there. After those 11 passes in close proximity, Hintz's diagonal through is corralled by Mankato, Yarrow, and Central now restarts after the throw-in they earned. Thrown again by Central and two Washington players end up colliding. And uh, Kuta rubbing his ear but looks to be okay. That's a nice tackle by Jesus Piego there. He oh, yeah. takes it off of Barrett's foot, turns, finds a midfielder. Number four and number eight, K. Blue Moo and Hamza Omar connecting there. Bringing it in to Washington's attacking third, threatening the central penalty box. See what Jesus' reaction here as he comes off the field. Very positive. High fives from coaches and teammates. Get some water. He's a workhorse in the middle of the field. Washington's possession almost got a shot on net. Central turned it back. And that is Barrett trying to find Max Hand. The Eagles turn it back. And that goes down to K. Bloop Moo. Over to Jaw. Jaw trying to work it on the left side again, and that goes out. Time is called as Will Hintz is down. So Washington needs to get numbers forward. It, we know it's tough. They want to focus on the defending. they got to tighten up in the back. Being uh, down two goals, they're a little bit disappointed and want to fix those. But in order to get one back, they're going to need more than two attackers going forward against uh, six back in that situation from Central. So that's the tricky thing out of their organized four 
4-2, not of their defense responsibilities. When they do put out, uh, put it on the front foot and, and move forward, there's got to be more than just the two guys on the ball. Central is flat four across the back and needs some help to penetrate that line. Hints is coming off the field. He was a little slow to get up, slow to walk off. He's going over to see the trainer right now. Didn't quite see what happened as far as a collision or anything, but... Uh, well, you you hope it wasn't the head uh, and anything pertaining to that concussion protocol issue. Right. I see the trainer reaching in to get... Uh, it's like a questionnaire, so hopefully it isn't the concussion protocol being taken here. Central will get the throw in to start play again. Kavanaugh will get the possession as uh, Central tries to work it way back down. We had another foul called on Central. Away from the ball. It's both coaches now seem to be up and they probably have seen what they needed to see in the beginning of the game and now they're going to start their uh, the strategy as far as offense and defense here. It's 2-0 two to wo uh, two nothing Central over Washington. And that is a big kick for Washington down in the corner. Being fought with by Kutu. And Central's defense was suffocating down there. And I don't know how he got that out of there. That was brilliant by Kutu. He was pinned in the corner 1v2 and still managed to get a cross off, which then had to be kicked out of bounds. Central uh, did not expect that ball to come in. It did. Results in a Musu Jung throw in for Wash. Central tries to head it out. Washington working it way back down. And Napoleon Rhee on the left-hand side. He's going to look for somebody. Crosses it. Nice save by Central. They get it out, but Washington is still trying to find a way to attack. Central's doing their best to try to clear it. And Coach Hamilton likes it. That was better. Eklu Moo couldn't save it for the Eagles. Napoleon Rhee with an excellent left-footed cross. Forced. Aparicio off his line to that diving punch away. Yeah, that's encouraging. Right, Washington Aparicio. bench, very, very satisfied with uh, with that attack. Aparicio really uh, had to come out and fight that one off, but Rhee has found himself uh, open a couple of times now in that uh, left corner for the cross. And uh, you, know, you just kind of have a feeling that they're going to connect on that sometime tonight. We've got another set piece here with a free kick from midfield. Chong's kick goes all the way down to Aparicio. He catches it calmly. It was an easy grab for Aparicio. The senior keeper. 50-yard punt. There's a bounce, and it's initially... Headed by Kuta, Washington sweeper. Nobody could harness that bouncing ball, though. 
from either side. Ends up going over to the right and a throw-in for Stan corrected as it got over there. There was a push called against Washington in a bad spot. This is not the territory in which you want the skilled central free kick specialist taking aim. So we got Stalo over the ball. He's at 28 yards out on the right side. Just kick into the box, goes through. <laughs> and it looks like, is that Barrett? Yeah, it bounced on the far post, and, and Coach Hamilton and, and defensive specialist coach Saadi Mu are probably wondering how that got through and didn't get uh, taken out of the air by a wash defender. But when it bounced, Barrett, uh, I, I, I bet he couldn't believe it was really right there. Um, but it skipped off the turf and out of bounds. All right, Washington trying to turn things around here. Re try to make his way around... Uh, Stalo. Like Stalo. He drew the foul, though. Stalo's strong, uh, shields the ball really well, and is right now um, helping Central win these midfield battles. If he's on side. And there's a kick off the post. This was an unreal play. Doesn't Mac go in. Max Hand was in. Um, most of the people, and, and maybe Max himself, we're wondering if he was on. He was on. He was all alone with the keeper. The shot taken from the right side of the frame of the goal hits the left post, rolls all the way across the front of the goal line without crossing over. In the end, innocently cleared away by Washington. Right, Washington uh, avoided another goal there by Central. Sometimes the goalie's best friend has got to be the posts and yes. the crossbar, isn't that, it, Eric? I've heard that before. <laughs> Pujan Tapa can thank his right post. His right post, it was the left post, the way Max Hand and Central are looking at it. And, uh, yeah, rolled all the way across the front. That was strange. Kelly with the free kick all the way down, but that's kicked out of the air by Zhang for Washington. Oh, switch that Ooh, there was a switch there. I th I know that Kutu wanted it served out to him on the right wing. Yeah, he was right there. Instead, Washington turned it back in, lost possession, and Central takes the throw. We do not have long sustained periods of possession in this game yet. We saw one sequence from Central on their own end with 11 or 12 connected passes in a row, but we've got a lot of interaction in the midfield and now we're starting to get quite a few fouls the majority of them committed by Washington what's your guesstimate Mike is that six six or seven fouls on Wash yep I think uh, I think close probably about six and right now we have a free kick by Central Stela down low Washington's able to clear, but Chidaga for Central wasn't able to, or he was able to uh, keep control of it off Washington in the throw-in now by Clark and cleared away by Washington again. Yeah, Clark was looking for Chidaga down the line, but Wash cleared it temporarily, but big throw by Central um, is averted. 
Crisis averted there. Nice throw by Max Hand. I didn't know Max had a big throw, but he whipped it in there, and there was a uh, threatening opportunity, but headed away by Washington defenders. Uh, Washington stole the ball away and uh, tried to get it down. Ooh, another cross by Central in the zone and a score. That's Barrett with the assist, and let's confirm our goal score. That's Chidaga, Manny Chidaga, number eight, gets the goal for Central, making it 3-0 in favor of the Minutemen. I didn't expect this. Didn't expect 3-0 at this point of the game. I didn't expect 3-0 for a final. So Central's rolling right now, playing with a lot of confidence. We'll see if Washington can tighten up those marks. Um, And I shouldn't, I shouldn't give the impression that he was unattended. Uh, he was there, but um, you, you've got a Washington defender running toward their own goal in a goal side position. But, but when, you're, when you're trying to clear a ball away when you're facing your own goal, it's difficult to get the right touch on it. He was not able to get a touch on it, and it fell right into the path of Chidaga, who just had uh, enough of a touch to... Send it over the line. There, Washington tried to uh, set up Bree again on the left side. And Jong's, I think that's Jong's kick, uh, went out. Number 18 or 19. Throw in by Central. Intercepted by Washington. Gets it way down near the end. Run down by number 25 for Washington. I don't have a 25 on my That's roster. Sam Briggs. And Coach Hamilton is very high on Sam Briggs. I would love to see Sam Briggs get a shot or three or four off today because rumor has it, Coach says it's one of the best shots he's seen in the last 10 years. Uh, he's got a really powerful foot. Right, we got a throw in for the Eagles in the corner. Top of the box, gets down low. Kick turned away. Eagles try again, another turn away. That was Stalo right there. And now Central is on the attack again. That is Max Hand. Gets stopped, finds Stalo down in the corner, and he is offside. Our first offside of the evening. That time it was too good to be true. Washington held their line at Clumu. Pretty disciplined there. And uh, Stalo was just a step off. That free kick goes down on the central defensive end, but out. Clark with the throw in. Clark will throw it in again as that goes out on Washington. Intercepted by Zhang. 
But Central's right there. It's like Central... Uh, Hand to Barrett. Hand with the shot. Nice block by Kuta. Senior sweeper with a really nice block. Close down the space quickly on Max Hand's shot. Kutu couldn't handle that pass from Kuta. So it goes out. Stalo intercepts the uh, pass from the Eagles. Try to work away his way around a couple of defenders. Washington comes back. Briggs on his feet. What can he do? He tried to put a move on number 10, Aiden Kavanaugh, but Kavanaugh yeah. wins it and still has it 40 yards later. <laughs> Great run by Aiden Kavanaugh. There's uh, another foul. Unnecessary foul. Mankato Yarrow had it. You just want to get back goal side there. Um, there were two Washington defenders behind him, and one took uh, took the body of Mankato. Uh, easy call. Easy call, and it sets up uh, pretty much the same free kick situation we had three minutes ago with Stalo on the top right of the box. Stalo's kick goes down low. Missed by Washington, and that goes in. I don't know if it went off any other of the central players, but uh, Max is getting all the congratulations. <laughs> I, I think it was clean. I there's two bounces and then it's in. There's a screen. There was a, a crowd of people, but I don't think it took any major change of direction. So that's Stalo's second goal of the game. Brings us to four zero central. We got two minutes and 24 seconds left in the first half. Oh, they're giving it to Max Hand. Max get a touch on it. I, I would. Uh, the word is from the central bench, Coach David said it was Max's goal. Regardless, one of the concerns before the game was limiting those set pieces, limiting the opportunities for Central to get bodies forward and to serve dangerous balls into the box. And that's exactly what happened there. They had bodies forward. You've basically got 16 players in the box, Mike, and you got a ball coming in with pace. And that one dodged the people and found the found the hole in a path to the back of the net. All right, Tapa sends that ball down to midfield. A couple headers by both teams. Ooh, and Stalo goes down pretty hard. No fall called. Napoleon Ree tries to get through a wall of central players, and he's turned back. So Washington will regroup and try again, try to set Ree free, and that's turned around. And now Central's got Barrett down on the right-hand side as he tries to set up for a cross. He gets tripped up. Does he get the call? Looks like the referees will confer. We have a foul. The question is, was it inside the box? Was it just on the edge of the box? Barrett went down. He was fouled by Kuta. Discussion happening in the corner. 
Time has been called. 53 seconds left in the half, and the penalty has been awarded. All right, so that'll set up the PK for Central and Daniel Barrett. We'll see if Tapa can prevent this one from going in. Set up. Here's a kick. It's a and great it's save. Great save by <laughs> Tapa. Keeps it 4-0. Pujan Tapa with the highlight save. Full extension. Perfect form. Extends both arms. Start the clock, says the official. It was an incredible save, yes. He is an all-state goalie, and he just showed you why. All right, corner kick by Central Net goes off the side of the net and out. So both goalies here with good saves in the first half. Tapa will kick his, that ball down. Gets to just about midfield. And Briggs was fighting for it with uh, Tulala. Tulala, and that is going down into the corner and out on the side. So it'll be a throw in for Washington. 20 seconds left. They're going to have to try to hurry this one up. Yeah, Musu Zhang's hurrying. Down to 13 seconds. Zhang's throw. Stay low, clearing header. Rebound. Kuta through the uprights. Coach David with the it's good <laughs> signal. <laughs> All right, that's it for the first half. Your score is 4-0 in favor of Central. You were listening to 651sports.com, and this is our very first game of the season uh, I am Mike Resendez, and Eric Erickson is with me. Eric, uh, your thoughts on the first half so far? Very unexpected. Washington has tightened up their defense this season after a discouraging first game against a high-quality opponent. Since then, they have been feeling very confident about their defense. It's been highly organized. But tonight against one of the top 10 teams in the state in Class 2A, uh, Central has revealed a couple of uh, uh, deficiencies or um, letdowns in the Washington defense. Now, some of that has to do with the, the constant pressure. Washington's not used to having the ball on their end most of the half. But uh, there, there are some things that uh, they're going to talk about right now and adjust and emphasize and make sure uh, but I'm surprised. I'm surprised that there were four goals in the half. I'm surprised that they were all by one team uh, and that Washington um, let in a couple of those that I think that uh, they've, they've done a good job of preventing to the last run of five, six games. Uh, to Central's credit, boy, they can really flick the switch. They have yeah, eight they guys, nine guys back defending as a unit. And then their outlet and their breakout and their transition to get support for the attack. It's not just one guy chasing by himself. As soon as they release, your forwards, and he plays a 4-3-3. So those forwards are doing a good job of coming back, but they're immediately supporting the ball on either side. You've got your midfield running up with them in support. You, you're getting numbers forward and, and, and catching Washington. Um, 
in, in, in a very quick counter. And I, I'm completely impressed by the, the organization of the uh, central defense and their ability to transition into quick attack. That's right. It seemed like in the very first, uh, the first 10 minutes of the first half, Washington was getting re on that left side. And uh, the last 10 minutes, Central's defense had certainly set up some kind of wall or barrier to keep Washington in front of them, and they just had a tough time penetrating that defense. Yeah, there, I can only think of one small, tiny lapse early on from the Central defense where there was a ball that came in and... and uh, wasn't properly cleared immediately and, and, and bounced in the box. Um, otherwise, tactically, very solid. So halftime here at Griffin Stadium, we've got our horn issue resolved, I think. I haven't heard yeah. a horn go off uh, when it's not supposed to in quite some time, so that's encouraging. Yep, we had the, uh, the, the awkward stairs in our booth have stopped, so that's, that's good. Um, now, we talked uh, earlier about um, the the soccer here in the city. Um, I've got the Class 2A and Class uh, 1A uh, top 10. Um, and uh, there, has, uh, there was a story in the Pioneer Press with uh, Central's soccer team and Coach Debbie, and we'll uh, talk to you about that here in just a little bit. But I wanted to go over uh, the top 10 in Class 1A because, Eric, we have a team that has cracked the top 10 that we would like to talk about. Uh, Totino Grace is number one. Number two is Blake. Holy Angels is number three. Breck is four. Worthington is five. Matamidi is number six in Class 1A. Austin and then Orono, which we talked about just briefly. Benilde St. Margaret. And rounding off the top 10, Eric is Humboldt in Class 1A. Coach Osborne won't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> he just assumed not be ranked um, at this point of the season. There, that's a coach's poll, and a lot of it has to do with familiarity. Um, Coach Osborne and Humboldt certainly have a reputation of being a consistently strong team in Class A who's always going to be a dangerous come section playoffs. Uh, the, the one thing that is more important than that is this QRF, which is a ranking system based on wins, losses, data, margins, who you play, strength of schedule, etc. And, and a lot of uh, the dis, uh, sections have gone to that as their seeding system. Mm -hmm. um, so in that way, rankings do matter um, when it's a, a, a poll um, they don't matter as much depending on your prerogative depending on your perspective I think for coach David he felt slighted and used that as motivation for his guys and to elevate the uh, visibility of Central one thing for Central is that they're a, a larger school so they're class 2a on the enrollment and, and play in a conference where everybody else is class A. Mm -hmm. So sometimes Central, when they're good, doesn't get enough credit because other large suburban schools say, well, they're just playing the St. Paul City. Um, <laughs> which is paid attention to the St. Paul City. <laughs> so, so to, yeah, to David's credit, um, 
he, he raised some questions about if we tie Stillwater, and if Stillwater is number one in the state, what are we? And uh, people have seen the other results, and, and, and Central has tracked the top ten. I think for Matt Osborne and Humboldt, I think for uh, Jonah Fields and Como, um, for other St. Paul City teams, uh, Highland's been in there once in a while when you, when you crack that. It depends. You can use. You have to use it either as a motivator, or you have to use it um, as a way to humble your guys and say, "You're never as good as you think you are uh, in the rankings. Um, you're never as as bad as you are when you're slighted uh, in the rankings." Um, I hated being ranked. I hated it. Uh, I just thought it was extra nonsense, and sure. the kids looked at it and started to believe rankings so we practiced we worked on it we we would we would say israel guzman what are you ranked i don't know rankings don't matter coach yes that's right they don't matter at all uh the only thing that matters is the effort you put forth on the field every practice and every game in the end it's all going to shake out and you're going to have to prove it on the field so that's a nice drill i think more coaches should uh oh we had a lot of fun with that yeah so will jung you're ranked number one in the state how do you feel that means nothing. It took it. By the way, it took a long time for Will Jung to get to that. He would pause and give great thought. <laughs> well, I think that's good, isn't it, Coach? If people think, no, no, it doesn't no. matter. It's irrelevant. <laughs> Just a number. So, um, yeah, Humboldt is going to be hovering around that top ten or team to watch the whole rest of the season. Como could very well. Uh, crack that and get in there at some point. Um, I, I I know that um, more often than not, it's it's sort of a issue that uh, or sort of a situation we we shy away from and, and don't want to make too big too big of a deal of. Um, but it's hard to deny Central from, in my opinion, a top five ranking based on their what they've done and, and, and what they showed in the Phil Johnson Cup and the consistency they've had. Um, I think their situation, as I alluded to, is slightly different being in AA while the rest of us are in Class A. Sure. They've got a big game against Apple Valley coming up, too, in the next couple of days. Um, the ranking or the uh, standing so far in the St. Paul City Conference, you have Central on top followed by Como Park and then Humboldt. Um, and then it's Washington, Highland Park, Harding, and Johnson. And uh, Central is on top. Four wins, zero losses, and zero ties. Overall, they are 5-0-1 with that tie coming against Stillwater. For Washington, they are 1-1-1, and, and overall they are 4-2-1. and one. We have about 45 seconds left here. I uh, just want to let you know about our Great supporters again this season. Yeah. Like a Girl, WFNULP 94.1 FM, the JK Movement Project, Up Six Vintage, and Colop Restaurant. Great organizations and businesses, local businesses here in St. Paul. For about a minute now, Eric, I've seen Coach David embracing Will Hintz. I can only assume that means Hintz probably will not be coming back in. Yeah, and and if it's concussion protocol like we 
we're uh, unfortunately suspecting, you know it's a week, mm -hmm. at minimum, and you hope there are no lingering issues. Yep. Um, well, I might have my numbers wrong here. Uh, trying to think. It looked like number five, and now I'm second-guessing myself. Well, sometimes these numbers look a little different at night and from our distance. Yeah, we'll double-check. Um, Barrett and Hint sometimes look similar from a distance. But... Uh, I think uh, as we look at the starting lineup here, we got Stalo, we got Mankato, we got in the back, we got Kavanaugh, and we've got Clark, and we've got Hamza Youssef has entered the game in the midfield. We've also got Garrett McDermott and Riaz Kelly back there. So I don't see Will Hintz out there. See, number 25 for Central is checked in. I don't have a 25 on my roster. 25 for Central? Yeah. We don't have one on our roster. Looks like we got some players that have been, that uh, were sitting on the bench in that first half are out there for Central right now. So they're up 4-0. Four, four yeah, Coach David said he likes to use the depth of his bench. He likes to uh, give players time to be sure to uh, stay game ready and to, and to have that comfort of playing in a game situation and uh, getting that quality time to stay sharp. Uh, there's a difference between getting your touches in practice and getting them in the heat of the competition. So he has a good bench, a deep bench, a very talented bench, and he is uh, happy to use it. I'm going to check on 25 here. All right. And also coming into the game for Central, looks like Owen Brooks is in goal for them as well. As Central works it down low on their offensive side of the field. Passing back and forth. Max Hand fighting for it down low, and he gets a foul called on him. And Washington will get a free kick. And the kick goes down, intercepted by Enda. So he tries to make his way back up the field. He is trying to find Max Hand, and that goes out. Ah, got it. Aparicio. The first half keeper is now about to score. <laughs> Next hand, try to cross. Uh, Aparicio is playing forward. And so Owen Brooks is in goal for central. So Aparicio is number 28. Uh, 25. 25. 25. And it, it is on my program, alternate number. So, yeah. Versatile player. Some good stuff in net first half, acrobatic save. Now a big presence and a target player up front for the Minutemen. He's got Max Hand on his right.
Who's got, uh, let's see. We have Adam Piquel at left forward right now. And with another cross, Washington trying to get it out of there. It looks like they have almost got it. End is working his way down on the left-hand side now. Goes out on Washington. Uh, my apologies. So we've got we've got Mankato Yarrow, Aparicio, and Max Han playing forward positions right now. We've got a back line of McDermott and Riaz Kelly, Aiden Cavanaugh, and Cormac Clark. Well organized defensive unit for Central on the back. Flat four. Two center backs working together. Stopping penetration in the middle of the field. Outside backs picking up runners and shifting over to provide balance. And it looks like that's Yusuf taking the corner kick for Central. Crosses it over and goes out. So that'll set up a Goal kick here for Tapa. Booming kick almost to midfield. Nice touch by Jared Garcia in the midfield for Central. Ree for Washington. Tries to get things going, gets intercepted uh, by Clark on the right-hand side for Central. Washington throw, Moussou Jean. See, Will Hintz just made his way back to the bench for Central. He's sitting down, but with a, looks like a long sleeve t-shirt on, so his night's more than likely over tonight. His father is on the PA tonight, and uh, got a look up from Will. Thumbs up given to the press box. He's okay, but he is going to sit out the half. Sit out the rest of this game. All right, Washington's trying to get something started on their end, and Central quickly turns it back. Oh, diagonal through ball by Yassine Nanda. Love that ball. Mankato Yarrow tried to work it down to... Uh, that was a, a Paricio. Jesus Piego with some great hustle. Broke up the play, almost went off on the uh, counterattack. But ran out of real estate on the right side, central throwing. Kavanaugh to take it. Sorry, Clark to take it. Oh, that one almost cleared the bleachers. That was a <laughs> big clear by the Washington defender. Almost into the parking lot. All right. Central throwing into the box. Flicked on by Aparicio. Headed out by Washington. Thane Jaw tried to get it to Re. Re kind of overran that ball. Central is able to turn it back around. Trying to get it down low. Nobody there for Central. So Washington is going to try to 
make its way back up. I wonder if uh, John and Ree have ever had a uh, foot race to see who's faster. Those guys are lightning quick. Ah. Uh, I bet they have. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they have had a race. I bet uh, there have been some speed competitions at Washington practices and trainings. And Central working away down Yarrow with the cross. It's a little too tight, and it's scooped up by Pujan Tapa. So we got three players for Washington ready to get into the game. Two lot lot. Uh, oh, my. Uh, oh, my was about a, a little shove by Napoleon Ree that uh, it, it looked worse than I think it was. But tumbling to the track was the scene and da. He bounced back up. No worries, no problem. Throw by McDermott of Central into the box. Bounce. Shot by number 25, Aparicio. Goes over. Coach David likes what he sees on that play. Gives it a hand clap and a smile. Dohan is also ready for Washington to come in. Uh, do you have a number 21 on your roster, or is that something we're going to have to grab as well? Washington? For Washington. Sarlamay. Sarlamay. Sarlamay is a uh, sophomore, and he has just been inserted into the attack. As Musu Zhang comes out. Switched over to the right side of Central's attack. You see Nada was the target. Washington Speed wins the day on that one and draws a foul. Foul on Aparicio. Aparicio looks like to be the tallest player on the field right now. And a Washington player just kind of run into him and bounce right off of him. <laughs> didn't even phase him. Free kick taken by number 14, Kuta. Head ball won by Dohan, number three. Haven't called that name yet. He just substituted in. So Coach Hamilton using his bench as well. There's Diraj Basnet, creative distributor in the middle of the field. He has not had the ball at his feet very often tonight. The quick transition of Central's attack has bypassed the Washington midfield many times, and there hasn't been a lot of possession by the Washington midfield. Kavanaugh will take the free kick. And I will say that's not an uncommon thing, to not have a lot of possession in the midfield against Central. Especially here at James Griffin Stadium, Central's home turf. They are so confident and solid on it. This was always such a difficult place to play. Central's home record here is phenomenal. Max Hand with the, cross, or with the uh, corner kick. Tapa came way out. Ball is juggled around. He gets back into net. 
Central's trying to take over, but Washington is trying to clear, and that goes out on the far side for a, another Central throw-in. It was a good clear, though, by Salome to at least end the immediate threat. They can get organized and find their marks now. Who's going to mark Aparicio, though? Who's going to... Because you're right, there's about a foot of height advantage there inside the box at the 12-yard line as Aparicio posts up. They go short, though, with the throw to play defeat. Washington too quick. Washington wins, gets fouled, and will restart out of their own end as Central drops back to defend. Tapa will take the kick. That's some leg. That was 50 yards in the air from our keeper. And Washington will try to get things started back on their side as Jaw Ooh. takes control. Was that Thane Jaw? That I love Thane that Jaw. turn. I love that turn to create space and then find a midfielder's feet. Well done. Dohan's pass too much for Ree, though, and that goes out. So Napoleon Ree tried to run it down. Ball just skipping out. When I said turn, it was just a simple pullback, but with such a great burst of speed, it gave him all the space he needed to distribute the ball. Kuta plays back to the keeper, to Pujan Tapa. Mm. Aparicio is pressuring him, forced Tapa to go quicker than he wanted to, and it uh, led to an errant kick out of bounds that gives Central a throw in. Not as cross is brought down very nicely by number three, Nathan Lewis. Another player on the bench the first half who has been inserted and shows why he's a varsity player. Great skill. Okay, Washington with the throw in. Trying to get it across midfield again. Tohan over to Kuta. Fight for it from K Blue Moo. K Blue Moo. Turn back around. Headed a couple of times. Moo ran by it, but he's got the ball again. Trying to fight through two defenders. And just like that, Central is just able to turn up the defense just enough to turn it back. But here comes Washington again, and now that's Re. On the left side. Kui Jaws in the game for Central, number six in the midfield. I remember him from last year as a crafty midfielder as well. So we've got, uh, I think, five new players in to start the second half for Central that didn't play in the first half. So... More evidence of that bench depth being used. Central starting to use their big, bigger physical bodies, I think, here to try to tire Washington out. Not sure uh, 
if Washington is going to be able to keep up as far as the physical play if uh, Central turns that up. Aparicio with the nice block. block on that. I don't know if it was a pass or just a frustrated kick trying to clear it. Do you think he's having fun playing playing forward here after playing the first half as goal goalie? You know, I yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I don't know what the dynamics are, how how frequently this happens. If it doesn't happen, I haven't seen Central play enough to know if this is a rare occurrence or uh, or, or or somewhat typical. I <laughs> I think Central has uh, two very capable keepers, and so they can interchange. I um, frequently denied my keepers the opportunity to play in the field, trying to emphasize the importance of their position, the unique attributes they could bring to the team as a keeper. <laughs> and playing striker was maybe not always the safest, smartest thing to do. Um, it depends on your dynamics and the depth of your team, how you can move guys around. And what foot skills, you know, some keepers uh, can be effective. I mean, they're just great players and, and can be inserted into a competitive situation to, to help defend or attack on the field. But other times, um, uh, best left to uh, stay in that net and provide that specialty service to your team. All right, now Washington with a corner kick. Short corner is well taken. Number four's cross. K. Blue Moo was seeking a runner on the far post, but there was no runner there. I like the short corner, though. Give yourself a better angle on that cross. Get that defense moving to open things up, and it did. Just wasn't a run there where they might have needed one to get a scoring chance. Now, when would you use a short cross as opposed to the short corner? The short corner as opposed to uh, hitting it long into the box in front of the goalie. Well, number one, if they're going to let you carry it in, if they're not going to mark you on a short corner, if I can go receive a ball tapped to me and then carry it in and then decide where exactly I want to pass or can I get a shooting angle, uh, if they're going to let you take a short corner, do it a lot. Um, and you can test that by sending two to the corner and see if they're going to mark you. Uh, the other reason is even if you're defended, you still, you're, unless they send two over there, you're going to have a 2v1, and you can pass around and create that angle. Um, and like I mentioned the first time I brought it up, the defense has to shift. The defense takes their initial mark and has to readjust as the short corner is played, even if it's marginal, even if it's a yard or two. And that opens up different paths for your runners uh, to get towards the goal and receive uh, receive a penetrating cross after it's been dribbled into a um, threatening position. All right, Washington trying to get on the attack here. They were able to draw a foul. Deep inside Central Territory. We're about halfway through the second half. Central is up 4 nothing over Washington. You're listening to 651sports.com. Central hosting Washington on our first game of the season. 
Mike Resendez and Eric Erickson is with me. And Sam Briggs will take this free kick. Okay. Trying okay. to go through the wall. I see the pace. On net. And Owen Brooks is able to uh, snag that out of the air. It was a low drive. The wall blocked it. But that ball had so much pace, even after it hit the wall, it just kept <laughs> careening toward the keeper, and Brooks right. had to save it off the end line. I, I see why Coach Hamilton likes, likes Sam's shot. That's Yarrow on the far left side for Central. Working his way down in the corner, and it is out on Washington. Thirteen showing for the ball. Off the throw in. Number thirteen, Hamza Yusuf with a nice run check to the throw. Played out by Washington, but then Central's back four calmly. McDermott assumes possession. Down low trying to find Aparicio. Tapa comes out, grabs the ball. Little line drive kick. Whoa. Central turns it around. <laughs> that was quite a collision. Very clean. Sarle, no foul call. Sar but Sarla May with the, with the, I don't know what you'd call that, big uh, collision, I guess. Well, but he just didn't give up any ground. He was nope. on his path to the ball and just stood strong and Referee withstood the lets contact. Him, lets him play. Oh, very strong on the ball by Sarla May. Now that's a shoulder. That's different. That was a lean in with the shoulder and the hip and the forearm extension. That's not as subtle, is it? That, no, that <laughs> was uh, that one was a little easier. <laughs> I'm gonna check with our central clock and PA crew here on some information about Aparicio. Sure. As uh, central gets ready for a free kick, and that is Aiden Cavanaugh. Getting ready, send it down low, and he does. Washington heads it out of the box, and looks like Quina tries to take. The shot ends up going out. Kutu and Jesus Piaga come back in. Pego. And for Central, Nathan Lewis looks like he checks in. And standing on the sidelines waiting to come back in is Max Hand and Max Stalo. Tapa grabs the ball out of the air. Throws it down to the right side where Washington will take control. And Akari had the ball. Central turns it over and that is Daniel Barrett behind the defense with a shot on goal and that goes over the net. He was in. It was him and Pujan Tapa. And uh, yeah, blast of a shot but sails over. So it's not the first time that Aparicio has played forward this year. According to the central fan base, 
And yeah, he adds a lot up there. And uh, Brooks has started more games in net than Aparicio. Um, but tonight, Aparicio, the start, so he's, we've called his name quite a bit. Both for his solid goaltending and now for all these attacking situations as he plays forward in the second half. Recently subbed out, just taken out now. So we got Danny Barrett in it forward along with Max Hand and, and Kato Yarrow. Yep. So we have a yellow card issued, and I think that's Eklu Mu. And the referee will come over and explain to Coach Hamilton what what occurred to draw that yellow card. So we've got another free kick. This one from 35 yards out. It's Stalo. He's going to ask for the 10 yards. Right now they're at 8 yards. Now they're back at 10. Max was doing the officiating himself, <laughs> pointing out where they should be while the center referee came back from issuing the yellow card. Right foot blast. Oh, and that goes in that. over Tapa's hands. And Stalo. Is that three for Max? Three for Mac. That is uh, two because Ooh. the last one they uh, gave that's to right, that's right. Max's hand. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Well, there's no denying that one. That was a blast. That was <laughs> that was well taken. <laughs> that was a shot. So the score now is 5-0 Central. Wow. I, uh, 35 yards out, just under the crossbar. And over Tapa's outstretched hands. Well, that's another set piece that is just too easy to give up. Um, when you when you put talented players over the ball with no pressure on them and a, a chance to shoot on goal, ah, bad things can happen. So you really want to limit those fouls in your own third that you're defending, you can't give them up with that much frequency. It's burned Washington a couple times tonight. So here's a play is down on Washington's offensive side. I don't know what Pujan Tapa was able to see or not see there, um, whether it was lights, whether it was... Um, um, depth perception or whether it was some sort of uh, didn't see the bend on the ball as it came over the wall. It was an outstanding shot. But I think uh, Pujan Tapa makes that save next time. Okay, Washington, you've got a free kick here from 45 yards out. It's not shooting range, but one, two, three, four, five, six, six runners. Good. Top of the box. Numbers forward. Good challenge from Washington. And with the numbers forward, they are able to win that ball, draw a throw. They're going to get ready for a long throw in here. Yeah. That was a well-taken throw by number 12. 
Chris O. So Chris O's got a good throw as well as Musu Zhang. Did you notice, Mike, the constant um, deep throw potential of Como Park the other night? I did. Yeah, CC yes. has a massive <laughs> throw. That was a... It was uh, fun to watch. You that, get that game was just all around. That especially that second half uh, was a lot of fun to well, see. Well, let's be honest here. Como should have won that game, right? Correct. Yeah. They had two <laughs> wide open shots, and uh, unfortunately for Como, they weren't able to connect. But fortunately for Humboldt, they didn't connect. Coach Osborne was uh, happy with the Mayor's Cup and the play of his keeper in the shootout, but. They were smiling. They knew they, they stole one. Mm -hmm. I think uh, two empty nets, missed PK in regulation for Como. It was uh, everything but the finish. They played really well with a lot of spirit and some really nice attack and constant pressure the last 20, but no goals to show for it. Right. I think the atmosphere there was really great. It was a nice night. Both schools were well represented. The entire crowd was into it. And uh, you had not only all the bleachers full, but you had uh, people standing on that side of the field. Plus, you had people along the fence. Yeah, you know who 20 of those players along the fence line were? with some Washington players. <laughs> it was that team we're looking at right there. Yeah, and I know uh, uh, Coach David was there as well. So that game usually draws a lot of conference rivals to come and scout both teams, actually. Uh, I remember the first year uh, Washington was there. I believe half of the Highland Park roster was standing, standing there. Uh, some of Central's players were there as well as coaches. So it's... Uh, not only a, a a good rivalry, but it's just a fun game because of how many people show up to watch that. There's a lot of respect. There's a lot of respect, a lot of fun, great relationships amongst the coaches, and the kids all know each other or know of each other. and They, they find themselves playing on the same teams in tournaments and in the same teams uh, for some clubs and the same uh, – the same community, the St. Paul soccer community, it's pretty tight and interwoven and everybody knows everybody and there's nothing better than being around the game and, and seeing all the great competition around the sport. And the uh, free hot dogs help. 500. All right. You got football players that stick around and watch girls soccer That's game. That's right. And they saw a great show. They saw seven Como goals. Just about 12 and a half minutes to go in the second half. 5 nothing Central over Washington. We said this uh, wasn't the score we thought we would be seeing tonight. But it does go along. You know, Central did score seven goals against Johnson earlier this week. So Central is still riding the, the goals that they're producing. Yeah, I think just, they're having some fun. Just hope they don't... Uh, Waste all of their goals for the next week or two in these these two games. I don't know. Were you a believer in shooting too many goals in a game to 
and not having anything left later on. Well, sometimes you worry about, man, are we going to need one of those lucky breaks next time when we're playing Washington and it's 1-1 late in the game, you know? Um, sometimes sometimes you uh, would like to redistribute. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now you'll take them when you can get them and, and work hard for the next one. Ball goes out off of Central or off of Washington, excuse me. Clark will throw it in. Foul called on Washington again, and that will set up a central free kick. So you said Apple Valley is coming to St. Paul on Saturday, huh? That is correct. Apple Valley is playing central here at one on Saturday. That will be a good test within the section, Central's double-A section, I forget if it's two, three, or four. I, I don't recall. But they're in a section with Egan, Apple Valley, Creton, Rosemont, Burnsville. Uh, it's some big suburban schools and uh, always competitive to get through that and try to get to state. It's a goal. They're not shy about <laughs> Talking state, state, state. It's different approaches. I would not allow that talk. St. Paul has been represented in state, was it the last five or six years, Eric? Uh, I think it's been seven now. Seven now, okay. Yeah. Harding was the representative yeah. last year. Yeah, Harding's first, first time, that first was time awesome. They, we almost had two as... Highland Park was almost the other school that represented us in state, but uh, unfortunately that didn't work out. But for Harding, that was good experience for their team. Oh, they deserved it. They've been they've been talented and and uh, been on the verge, had potential to do that for oh at least at least ten years, and especially with the crew they had last year it was a strong senior class, and they had played Matamidi to a, a penalty kick shootout in the section semifinals the previous year, which would be 2016. So I thought that might be a breakthrough year, and, and they just stuck with it, and they just kept working and uh, had great leadership. Chu Meng Zhang comes to mind um, as, as a captain and leader of that team that uh, with Coach Mukwa's guidance and, and perseverance, they – they got through the semis and ran into Como in the section final and was going to be St. Paul for that yeah seventh year, but was it going to be a new team, Harding, or was Como going back? So it, everybody felt very proud of Harding for getting through and playing in the state tournament. Jaws free kick for Washington. It goes over the wall, and Owen Brooks was able to make the save. Gets down on both knees and stops it. 8.20 to go. Central, uh, yeah, goals of state, talking about state this year. They're, they're, they're not shying away from that opportunity. Um, last time Central was in the state tournament was 2003 and uh, made it to the state finals in the Metrodome. 
And if memory serves me right, when the first time I talked to David would have been, I guess, uh, his first year. So this is his third year coaching. Right. Uh, his goal was to get to state about this time. Uh, he, you know, he would have, he, he'd love to get to state any of those other two years, but it was about this time, I believe, his goal was to get back to state. So time will tell. Well, he's a program builder, and uh, any good coach is. You know, you're developing and you're, you're implementing a system, and you've got players coming up, and, and uh, you've got to have a comfort level. And, and in his mind, his plan, yeah, give, give me a couple years, and we're going to be in the right situation with the right philosophy and the right um, mindset to break through. Yep. And I know he prides himself in knowing – Every player in the program by name, but I think uh, it helps. You know, he runs his nonprofit football for all, and he does everything. Mm. Nice cross in there for Central. Hand to Stalock, great low-driven cross by Max Hand from the left side. Max Max Stalock making a run towards goal, diving effort to get a foot on it, just out of his reach. Trying to get that third or fourth, depending on yeah, on uh, how you score that first one but anyway just to finish up on on david uh he knows a lot of soccer players a lot of the youth players throughout the city um so he sees a lot of these kids uh from i believe nine or ten years on up whether or not they come to central doesn't really matter he enjoys seeing each and every one of them and everywhere he runs into them He's a great ambassador for the game, brings a lot of joy, brings a lot of passion. He knows everybody and uh, coaches in the club system with Blackhawks as well. He's coached boys. He's coached girls. He's coached them in the U10-11s. He's coached the U15s. He's, uh, yeah. He's an official sometimes. Yeah. He's just certified lifeguard. Seen him at the Y a couple of times. Well, he's a swim coach here. That's right, the swim coach. For no Central. fear. Yeah, swimming. It's all about coaching. It's not about how fast he can s swim the breaststroke. He can, he can coach it, <laughs> encourage, motivate, organize. Right. He can teach technique. Another free kick for Central. Headed out. Over to the corner. Tapa comes out, plays it, punts it down. A lot further than I ever could. Thane Jaw. Challenging, Sam Briggs challenging, but 2v6. All right, now here come the numbers. Here comes the support. Well done over there, right wing. I can't see a number. Number five from Washington? Looks like number five from here. Sail Damu, good win, good energy. Sam Briggs on that possession. Number eight, Hamza Omar with the ball for Washington. Shot. From 25 yards, good shot. Saved by Brooks. So Washington's getting a couple of shots on net late in the game. Just uh, We're under four and a half to go. And as far as program building, Jason Hamilton, Washington's coach, <laughs> he's the, the first and only coach of Washington high school soccer. We had... Uh, Washington High School entered the varsity realm with a soccer program in 2011, would be my guess. Uh, anyway, since it started, Jason has, 
has led it. He's built it up. He's got four teams running, 70 to 80 players in the program. He's got a wonderful staff. He's got assistant Randy Snyder on the bench with him there. And uh, Sadi Moo. He would be a state champion from the 2013 Como Park team, Mike, and uh, was my was my sweeper back there organizing the defense. Oh, there's another shot by Washington. Oh, Not Jesus, quite on net. Jesus Piego. And now Saadi takes pride in uh, helping organize the Washington defense and works with a lot of these players to support them in their high school soccer program and uh, with their community involvement and academics and he's a great role model influence he is now uh, educational assistant at a charter school as well in St. Paul Hope Academy so Sadi Mu assistant for Washington part of Coach Hamilton Snaff, Coach Snyder, and then Aaron Crawford, and uh, a few other people that helped run that excellent program on Rice and Arlington. All right, we're coming under two and a half minutes to play. Five nothing Central over Washington. Central still hasn't letting up though. They're still putting the pressure on Washington's defense. Chris O with a nice stop on Danny Barrett. I love seeing the energy from Washington in this situation. Two minutes left in the game. 100% effort, finding attack, getting back on defense, creating opportunities like this one. Free kick coming from 35 yards out after the handball against Central. And that handball doesn't happen without energy pressure and numbers moving forward from Wash, so... They put uh, central defense in an uncomfortable position and bouncing ball found a hand. Thane Jaw. Here's Jaw's kick. Yep. Nice Out chip. Down low gets headed out. Briggs tried to get it. There's the kick on there. Oh! oh! And there's a shot. Shot and save. What a shot. Blue. And Aaron, Aaron uh, Owen Brooks with the save. Good shot by Mayne Blute. Ball came to him with his back towards goal. Quick little turn, right-footed shot, low drive. Brooks had to dive, pushed it aside. Corner kick for Washington. Had her just off its mark. Well, great save by Brooks after the excellent shot. Uh, Sam Briggs tried to uh, take a swipe at it. And missed, but his teammate was right there to clean it up to try uh, to get the attempt on net. 30 seconds to go. As teams just change possession in midfield, goes out. And it'll be a throw in for Central. Long throw and off of Stalo's face. Don't know if he was quite ready for that. It's five seconds. Jaw still fighting for it. That goes out. And that will pretty much end the game. And there's the final horn. The horn when it's supposed to sound, Eric. Final score. 
5-0, Central over Washington. Eric, uh, not the score we thought we'd see, uh, but what are your thoughts uh, to end the game here? Central's night, they came out composed. They came out with a plan. They found um, some possession and uh, can quickly turn that into attack. And my takeaway from Central is they're not going to be giving up too many goals. They're highly organized in the back. They have the ability to flick on a switch and get supported attack with all sorts of runs towards goal. And they have the dynamic uh, scoring touch from a variety of players. I mean, the, uh, we had – Max Salak had a lot, and, and he's a free kick specialist, but there are plenty of people. I mean, Danny Barrett is, a, is an exceptional um, forward, and he didn't even – contribute to any of the five goals tonight he had chance and chance and chance again point being they have a number of dynamic attackers they have um, a, a cohesive mindset that uh, is is serving them well and, and making them an undefeated uh, team in the St. Paul City Conference and in the state of Minnesota at this point whereas Washington not their night I think there were some things that uh, they would do better next time i do not think we'll see a score like this at washington uh when they have a rematch mm -hmm. um and i think this is a really difficult place to play and when they get on the grass at washington their defense is going to be better more compact and uh they'll they'll find themselves in a much more competitive game next time they play central um but you can see the speed of Washington that we frequently reference. Uh, you can see the talent. I just don't think it was their night. There were some things that happened that we wouldn't expect from a from a Washington team any other time we see them. So right now, uh, Central does have a couple of, of tough ones coming up. They play Apple Valley on Saturday, and then on uh, Tuesday they play Como Park. Both of those games will be here. And then they go on the road to play Harding on the 20th, and that is another 7 p.m. start for Washington coming up. Uh, they play Como Park on Saturday at noon, and that will be a home game. And then after that, they will play Harding at home as well. That's on Tuesday. And then on the 20th, they will face Highland Park at Highland Park, and that is a night game. So uh, Central puts themselves in a better spot, but it is the uh, St. Paul Conference, so we'll see how things play out. Things can change pretty quick, and I think both these coaches know that, and every coach in the conference knows that, really. So hopefully um, we'll you, see how these teams end up. Well, you talked so. to Coach David comparing this year right now with last. They were in a very similar spot last year, mm -hmm. and – exactly what you said it can change very quickly and central ended up finishing second in the conference to highland and the championship of the saint paul city changed arguably um with the game against washington last year and and then the team 
hit a spell where they, you know, had a lot of questions to ask of themselves and, and perhaps uh, didn't have the same mental fortitude and strength to, to handle the adversity. He really likes his team and the composure they've demonstrated and feels they're going to handle adversity really because well. it's going to happen. There's going to be there's going to be some talented St. Paul City team that ties them or, or finds a victory against them at some point. And uh, what are you going to do when that happens? How are you going to respond to that? And I, I think they're well positioned to respond positively. I think you're right. Both coaches are talking to their teams uh, on the field before they let them go. Uh, before we let you go, we just want to remind you of our great supporters this year, uh, Like a Girl. For more information on them, visit areyoulikeagirl.com, WFNULP, 94.1 FM. Uh, you can listen to them at 94.1 FM in St. Paul, I should say us, or, or WFNU.org. The JK Movement Project, visit their website at thejkm.org. Up 6 Vintage, check them out on Facebook for more information. And Colop Restaurant, for more information, you can visit them at coloprestaurant.com or call 651-336-6100. Zero eight. Well, Eric, uh, this is not the only game we have this week on 651sports.com. Tomorrow we will be broadcasting the St. Agnes Edison game live from Hamlin University starting at 7 p.m. on Friday, September 14th, which is tomorrow. That's the other football, right? That's the other football, yep. Just to be clear, didn't yep. say the sport. <laughs> yep, the other football. Okay. So uh, we will uh, be live from Hamlin and Kloss Field. Uh, tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Eric, thank you for joining me again, and we will be back on the 22nd of September when we will see Central and Highland Park girls soccer. Looking forward to that. Thanks a lot, everybody. It was a wonderful night of St. Paul City soccer. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to 651 Sports Update on Anchor.fm. Did you know there's another way to help support this podcast? Just go to anchor.fm slash 651sports hyphen update and click the support this podcast button. Your donation will help keep this podcast going and help maintain 651sports.com. This is an in-kind donation to 651sports and not WFNU, Frogtown Community Radio. Thank you.